We talk about a lot of different things in this episode, but um, it's looking to me like it's drippity droppity time if you're trading the market. 2.12 p.m. market time, and it's down six and a half points, but at least the futures are. Anyway, talk about Prometheus and recycling cans and all this other stuff. I'd talk about trading a little bit, but I'll probably come up with a full-on trading episode right after this one. We'll see. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Hey, all my cool cats out in podcast land. It's the Bling Vera podcast. First segment. First show. Wednesday, July 6th. 1.10 p.m. market time. Hello, all my happening hit cool cats. Oh, hey, everyone. It's Bling from the Bling Vera podcast. Hey, everyone. It's Bling from the Bling Vera podcast. It's 38. 29 is not the time. Well, it's one of those episodes, 30 seconds in, 30 seconds in. We still have our car, it has not gotten repoed yet, so that's good news. One twelve p.m. market time for Wednesday, July 6th, the S&P 500 right now is at 38.29, down two points. Today's open was 38.31.98, the high of 38.48.90. Today's low, 38.09.37, we're about 20 points away from today's low. With the previous close... 383139. This is Bling Vera Podcast. So what do I think is gonna happen today? Being 20 points off the low? Eh. You guys know what I think is gonna happen today when it comes to trading. You guys already know. My gosh, last night I was watching like this Prometheus documentary. Not even a documentary. It was um just the movie Prometheus, Ridley Scott, Alien, Aliens. Ridley Scott. So in the movie Prometheus, I saw it many years ago in the theater, about 10 years ago. And I remember thinking, man, this movie would have been completely amazing if maybe they just didn't have the ending turn into Alien. Like, the movie could have been a masterpiece, really. It had the potential to be a total freaking masterpiece. If they didn't just turn it into Alien at the end of the movie. And so I'm just kind of... I don't know how I even got to Prometheus, but... Like last night, I don't know how it happened. I was just watching it, and I was like... This is the missing script from the engineers at the end of Prometheus. Like, this was supposed to be in the movie, and they, they edited it out. It's not in there. They edited out the most important part of the entire freaking Alien series, trilogy, like, concept. (laughs) I was baffled. I was totally baffled. So, the engineers in Prometheus. If you've never seen Prometheus, turn it off and just stop listening right now. Stop listening to the podcast. Delete it. Forget I ever existed. (laughs) If you've never seen Prometheus, it's... A sci-fi movie, it's based on... It's the prequel to Aliens. Alien... Sigourney Weaver. You know, I was just a boy when Ghostbusters came out. Just a a young boy. Very young boy. And... Well... Hold on, let's wait for the freaking helicopter to fly by. Freaking helicopter, we gotta wait for the freaking helicopter. So I'm just a boy when that movie comes out. And 
experience the first time, I think, where I was like, um, I feel funny. When Dana, Sigourney Weaver, when Dana was like grunting and stuff with uh, Peter Venkman, she was like grunting and she was in a red dress. And Dad, I feel funny. <laughs> hey, Dad. And it's like, Dad's not around. Just watch the movie alone. Speaking of no one's looking. Hey, Dad, remember when we were at SeaWorld and we were riding the dolphins? I never said anything, but it made me, made my stomach feel kind of funny. The same way when Sigourney Weaver is like grunting and stuff. And ghosts, but I never saw Alien as a boy, but I saw it later on. After, I, I never watched Alien all the way through, confession, until I watched Prometheus. How did I watch Prometheus? It was a Sunday afternoon in 2012. I'd say it was April of 2012. I think so. Maybe May or June, possibly. Let's just go with May. It was 2012, either way. It's about 10 years ago. And I'm skating around. Um, I skated all the way from my apartment downtown, Salt Lake City, before the penthouse. I skated all the way from there to Sugar House, which was about three miles. I've been hearing a little bit about this Prometheus movie, and I, I was kind of intrigued by it. So, I skated over to the theaters in Sugar House, buy myself a little, a little ticket, get inside and start watching the movie Prometheus alone. I was watching it alone. I, go to, I used to go to movies alone all the time. Used to. I think the last, one of the last ones. The only movie I really walked out of was Borat. I saw that alone. I think I walked out in the first, like, two or three minutes. It was, or it was the second Borat? It was one of them. I don't know if, it, I don't think it was the first one. I think it was the second one. And I was like, yeah, I'm not fucking watching this. I was like, eh, I'm not watching this. Uh, anyway, anyway. So I watched it alone, and I remember thinking, this is a really good movie. I really like this movie a lot. And then, towards the end, it started getting a little bit dragged out, it was getting a little bit longer, and then it turned into Alien, and I, the movie ended, and I walked out of the theater, and I was just like, damn it, that, that could have been so much better. Like, why did they turn it into freaking Alien at the end of the movie? Why did they do that? And 10 years later, it just turns out that no one really knows that they had it right the first, they had it right in the script. So there's a missing script by the engineers. And the engineers are the aliens that created human life on Earth. Hello. They, many years ago, they came down here to Earth and they seeded the planet with like genetic DNA, their genetics, their DNA, it's in the water. And from there, life sprang forth and the engineers like wanted to create a species that was a peaceful species that was like transcendent but they created humans like humans came out of it and it's it's powerful man it's a moving if you know if you're familiar with prometheus and you kind of know you get it then it's a powerful freaking they go back and, and tell you everything, how humanity came to be. They would visit the planet, they would be worshipped, their 
flying saucer would you know get worship people worship basically their creators as gods would you know okay everything checks out there and then we started getting violent so about 2000 years ago the creator the engineers came back to earth they took a mother's child educated that child taught the child their ways of peace and like transcendence gave it back to the people of earth and he was destroyed um and jesus christ anyone like if you're christian if you're not christian if you're into sci-fi or not into sci-fi it's that type of stuff is interesting man you don't have to be religious and you don't have to be a geek like it'll pique your interest either way just the idea of it they came back they got someone they taught them they gave him back to us he was supposed to teach us and he did but we like crucified him anyways like that could be anyone it doesn't have to be jesus christ necessarily but just the idea the concept of it's like yeah i wouldn't put it past humanity to do that that makes sense that sounds like something we do and they're trying to get us out of war and trying to get us out of like violence and things you know stuff i can relate to i kept thinking why didn't they put that in the movie i guess we'll never know why exactly but it was just one of those things where you just scratch your head and wonder like what they had something perfect here they had something beautiful and they ruined it so that's what i was up to last night um also just made some wacky adventures <laughs> episodes last night too which I realize aren't the most fun to listen to. And I realize they're kind of all over the place and stupid and loud and the recording is bad and I know, I know. But sometimes you just have to make some episodes, you know. In today's episode, we are discussing the cost of aluminum and recycling. We're also talking about, I think, well, that's, yeah, recycling aluminum cans, Prometheus, the market, we're covering everything in every segment of this episode today. So I hope you guys are ready, because it's, it's gonna be not boring. <laughs> well, yeah, anyway, today we're just trying to figure out how much we can get for these aluminum cans that we've been drinking so much of. Um, lately, I, I've just been existing off of Coors Light and water chips that's it that's it honestly i think i've just been eating chips for a good week or so now well tortilla chips white corn tortilla chips i think hey it, it worked so far i i usually will get i usually will order uh vitamins gummy vitamins the, the men's gummy vitamins and that's what i get for vitamins um milk sometimes milk and coffee yeah i drink that too so it's not just coarse light water and tortilla chips and synthetic vitamins <laughs> anyway i'm not sure how many cents per pound it is for aluminum so we're going to be looking that stuff up today now what do you guys want to talk about oh my disappointment in cash app No, I'm not that disappointed. Um, I was hoping though, I mean, I was crossing my fingers. I had a dream about it, so I just felt, yeah, it's like a premonition, let's go with it. Put your cash app, Skymaster5. 
Sky Master 5, all one word. Money Sign Sky Master 5. Put it out there, see what happens. Nothing happens. Four or five days, four or five minutes. Nothing happens. It's making you cry, it's making me cry. No, life's hard enough as it is. You don't want to cry no more. No, I used to say Bling Bear was born on the 4th of July, and that was just a couple days ago, so where's that birthday money at? It's just not there. It's just not there. Well, really, what do you guys want to talk about now? Prometheus and how it could have been a better movie? Uh, we already kind of covered, though. We covered, covered those bases. The market, what do I think on the market right now? Well, I've been wrong yesterday and the day before, so... I keep thinking it's Thursday, it's Wednesday. Good, goodness gracious. Okay, so I was wrong yesterday. I was not wrong on Friday. Um, am I wrong today? I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not really trading anything today, unfortunately. I don't have any money to trade anything. But, I mean, it's, it doesn't look good. I, the economy, the government, um, the people. Let's talk about, like, culture and people. I think overall Americans are nice people. Typically, American culture is probably nice overall. I'd say here in Salt Lake, we're pretty... more nice. I'd say the driving could use some work, a lot of work. Um, yeah, dri certainly driving... Salt Lake City driving skills could improve by a lot. If you come from Arizona to Salt Lake or from California to Salt Lake, you're going to be kind of irritated because things are going slow. I imagine it's similar to how, like, East Coast people feel when they're talking to West Coast people that, like, just they're sharp, they're faster over there on the East Coast, a little bit more into getting to the point. And here in the Southwest, we're not, we don't, we don't. So American culture, I think, especially around the 4th of July, everyone's kind of like patriotic and kind of united as one. I know around um, September 11th, everyone was like coming back to church and like it was a big deal. Of course it was a big deal. And everyone really was like lighting candles together and like it kind of brought the nation together. The tragedy brought the nation together. Briefly. Briefly. I think then you had like Abu Ghraib later on, 2008, and everyone's pissed again. Twin Towers get hit by planes. Let's go for oil. Let's go to Iraq. You know, shut down the country, the world. Shut down the world for like a year and a half, two years. Um, curfews. Um, what was what was the word? Um, lockdowns. Curfews, lockdowns, quarantines, tragedies, lives lost. Let's let's go to let's go to Russia. You have to go to Ukraine and go to war for natural gas. Who's in? It's like, well, what does that have to do with the pandemic? What does war in Russia have to do with it? What about um, taking care of us at home? What about focusing on numero uno for maybe a year or two after this pandemic? Huh? Want to focus on the U.S.? Maybe get us get that infrastructure going. Let's work on. Um, Instead of going to war, let's work on traffic lights. Let's just work on timing those better, huh? Would it be possible to put one of those near-field transmitters, transponder? Could, could we do that next to the traffic lights so that they could just have, like... It doesn't have... There's no data exchanged. 
it's just like how many people are trying to go this direction, how many people are trying to go that direction. And then let's make the lights green for if there's more people trying to go this way. And if there's nobody trying to go the opposite way, let's just keep the lights green if there's no cross traffic. But instead here in Salt Lake at least, you know, we're very tech savvy here in Salt Lake. Um, in fact, the first electric light was created by a Utah. It was not used in Utah, but it was created by invented electric light traffic signal. But we still don't have it right. We're just sitting there waiting for an arbitrary amount of time. Well, this, we just sit there at a red light while people in scooters and people like jogging and walking a dog, they're crossing the street. It's called jaywalking. Other countries don't have that law, but the United States has that law and all our, all our freedoms. Yeah, it's called jaywalking. And you get a ticket for crossing the street. The police will go, hey, hey, what are you doing? Walking on the sidewalk, crosswalk like that. Light's red and there's no cross traffic. And you're totally safe to cross the street. You're getting a ticket, mister. Like, I thought you guys were here to help. Why are you giving me a ticket? I was just trying to cross the street. Uh-uh, that's called jaywalking. It's not safe. But I crossed safely, though. It was safe. I looked both ways. I was paying attention. There's no cars coming. I was listening for cars. Uh-uh. To let to the judge. Next, you're really giving me a ticket for crossing the street? Mm-hmm. That's where we're at. But more importantly, or equally as important, these cars are just sitting there, burning gas, burning fossil fuels, our our precious sustainability and green energy and renewable that everyone's into, recycling. We're going to re recycle some aluminum cans today. Speaking of recycling, it's aluminum cans. Everybody's into this idea of, hey, let's go green. But let's just keep the cars running, I idling at the stoplights that don't, they could be green, sure, but we just don't have the technology. We just don't know how, what other ways could we do? How could we get creative and make stop, stop lights work better? I don't know. We'll just have to keep them the way that they are. It'll turn green for 45 seconds this way, and they'll sit there for red for 45 seconds. And then the yellow light will come on for about three or four seconds, and then it'll be green the other way. And that's how we do things around here. And everyone has to stop for no reason sometimes, just because that's how it is. What if, what if we came up with a, a some sort of sensor, it senses stuff, how many cars, it doesn't have to be cell phone based. Let's do FLIR, infrared, infrared technology. It just senses the heat from those fossil, fossil fuels burning those internal combustion engines and their efficiency to create heat, all, all the energy that's lost creating heat instead of power and energy. It's just, yeah, into the engine block is heat. Let's, let's just use infrared and see how many cars are lined up down the road. And then that way the traffic signals can at least function better, work better. Burn up as much fossil fuels. Who wants to steal that idea? Go for it. I think Pittsburgh, if I'm not mistaken, Pittsburgh um, universities over there. 
they are the ones that are pioneering this type of technology. So I've never been to Pittsburgh. I'd like to go to Pittsburgh someday, watch a Steelers game. Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger. Um, Steelers against Green Bay. We'll have Brett Favre and Roethlisberger's. You guys want you guys want to go to Favre's and Roethlisberger's? It's a restaurant around here. It's a restaurant in Pittsburgh. It's called Favre's and Roethlisberger's. Roethlisberger's. It's I believe it's called Roethlisberger's. Okay, in today's episode, we're going to talk about in the third segment here. We're going to talk about recycling aluminum cans. I'm going to read some reviews here. So we're just going to go from newest review to oldest review. We're going to figure out where to go. Right now, we're trying to tune out the kid that's screaming and making like monkey noises outside. Um, hopefully it doesn't bleed in too much and isn't too distracting. That's just some of the joys of this uh, studio that we're still in. We're trying to leave a few months ago. We're probably going to have to get kicked out of here pretty soon. We're probably going to actually have to, have to leave um, thanks to eBay. If you're still using eBay, keep in mind that they're stealing from their customers and they're putting people out on the street, people like me. Also, keep in mind the Cash App and SkyMaster 5 for future reference. Now, we're going to talk about Utah Metalworks. We're going to be talking about recycling aluminum cans for money because we don't have any, because eBay stole it all. Now, and we have way too many late fees and reconnect fees and all these other months that rent everything's due and we are screwed so this was from four days ago always always a pleasant experience five stars great place to take your scrap metal wire cables and aluminum cans friendly people great prices best place for for sale scrap metal that one just has five stars five stars great place to take metal and possibly buy metal things very friendly office. They make it very easy to recycle. You weigh your vehicle with the metal in it, then load it where they tell you and weigh it again. Go into the office and they pay you. You're taking in more valuable metal copper, aluminum. There is a different bay where you hand unload and walk in while they weigh it. You get, you then get a ticket and take it to the pay counter and get paid. Remember to have your ID. Oh. If it's your first time and you have questions, I found the office to be patient and willing to help. That, that is like actually really good news because we like people that are patient and willing to help. And you've got a picture there and everything. Cool. ID stuff, I guess it's fine. I hope I have my, I'm pretty sure I still have my passport somewhere. A freaking kid outside though, just hate it. He doesn't have to scream like that like all the time, but he does. I do regular business with Utah Metalworks. They are totally honest and trustworthy, best in the industry. Be prepared to wait when busy. You got it. Don't bother bringing circuit boards. They pay 75 cents per pound, whereas other will pay, okay. Yard is crowded and chaotic. I like this one. This is a one-star review. I don't, you know, whatever. But I like, like, the... This, this one, this is a review from someone who's like very methodical and organized and not like myself. I, I'm not like this. Yard is crowded and chaotic. No clear direction on where to go and no parking. Office lady was extremely rude. We left and went elsewhere. Wouldn't waste your time. Okay, well thanks for, yeah. Good input. 
I use gathering scrap as a way to fund extras for my family. I cash out maybe once a month and usually come with a rather large volume of one, number one, copper and stripped Romex. I don't know what any of this is. I decided to give this yard a try. Granted, it was late on Friday, but I was there well before they closed. After being screamed at by one worker for apparently parking in a bad place, directly next to two other trucks, I started carrying my load to the scale, which is very hard to locate, and none was very helpful when I was asked, I guess I wasn't current enough with my lingo to deserve some help. Lastly, instead of being paid for number one bright and shiny for the stripped Romex, I was paid for Romex wire, so my hours of stripping wire went and paid. I'm not right now. Very friendly people got loaded in decent time. Here's one from seven months ago. We'll stop reading here. Unless you want to be treated like dirt and want to get flat tires, do not come here. I spent over an hour here and I decided just to go home because it's not worth it. I got two flat tires because they make you drive around next to extremely dangerous cranes. I'll be definitely calling OSHA. This place needs to be shut down. Jeez. I don't know. Flat tires and cranes. I don't know what shut down. Yeah. All right. So that's Utah Metalworks. That's where we're, we're going to be going to recycle some aluminum cans, some Coors Light cans. Do you guys pay extra for Coors Light cans at all? No? What if all of the cans are Coors Light, though? Doesn't that, isn't that more, worth more? No? If there, is there a difference between 16-ounce Coors Light cans and 12-ounce cans besides the weight? Is one more valuable? I think I have some uh, limited edition Coors cans, if you're interested in those. No? Oh, it's all still worth the same? Okay. All right, now let's do a little search on how much is uh, aluminum per pound? Is that, a, is that what I would say, or ounce? Well, how much does an aluminum can even weigh? Does anyone know? How much do you get for like a regular trash bag? Yeah, we'll do it that way. And I can weigh the trash bags here because I have a little scale. 16 ounces, one pound. We already know that. What is the current price of aluminum? Um, I don't know what any of this means. Hang on a minute. In case any of you are wondering right now, it is 1.52 p.m. market time, the S&P 500 right now. 38.30.22. For your July 6th trading day. Yeah, I think we'll probably head out of here in about uh, two hours or so to get these things recycled and try and look into it a little bit more. How much can you expect to get out of one regular-sized trash bag full of Coors Light cans. Let's find out. Okay, now we're gonna check and see if, if it's the same in Utah, around the world. Let's look, let's look. All right, so it looks like on average, the price per pound is 60 cents. I, I saw a website that had some updated info that said 75 cents, which would be, let's see how many, well, we have two big bags of cans right now, but I'm gonna bring them back over to the kitchen and put some more cans in them so we're going to stuff those full, and we're going to just get a bunch of freaking aluminum cans. We're going to drive over there um, in about two hours, get that recycled, get that done, taken care of, get some money, 
get some food, get some milk, bring our podcast. What do you guys want to do this last couple minutes? We talked about Prometheus earlier. We're talking about American culture now. And then we start talking about uh, Pittsburgh and stuff. But when it comes to like charitable donations and like giving, it's just not there anymore. Everyone's so freaking greedy lately. And not just money-wise. I don't mean just money. I mean, it's like, get off my property kind of greedy. And everyone's locking their doors all the time. I think it's safe to lock your doors, yes. But, like, obsessively, sometimes it's not it's not the best idea. It's not really necessary, I think. Like, I think if you would walk to your car and saw people, like, trying to jimmy the door open, I'd be like, man, I better lock my, keep, make sure I keep locking my car. But that doesn't happen very often. Maybe at night, yes, all that stuff. But just to, like, go into the store coming home real quick, dropping something off. It just seems like a waste of time. So, I don't know if that reflects any of the culture. I don't know, it's just, just an idea. Let's start packing up these cans. I guess we're just going to publish this episode. Let's talk about the market a little bit, and then we'll wrap it up here. So, I don't typically like trading on holiday weeks. Last week was a freaking holiday, Juneteenth, and then the week after, another holiday, another Monday holiday in the market. So I don't like doing that just because it throws everything off. Everything's not right. It's not how the market behaves a little bit differently during those holidays. And then there's still like um, behaviors that continue to unfold due to the holidays. If there's two in a row, it's kind of like Christmas or Thanksgiving. It, it just kind of interferes a lot. And sometimes it makes the markets go up when they don't should not have or go down. That's usually when it makes the markets go up. It's like two free days of making the market go up. So I should have known better uh, with Juneteenth and then also with the 4th of July this week. Like I really should have been um, just really more aware of, uh, I guess, my theories and my standing and my opinion when it comes to trading on around holidays, holiday weeks. Uh, when it comes to expiry days, it, it just complicates everything more because you have Tuesday and Wednesday back to back, which are both expiry days on, on holidays. So typically this would be a perfect opportunity to get in and buy some puts, I would say. And yeah, I was wrong on uh, yesterday, but with tomorrow being Thursday and with tomorrow not being an expiry day, they're going to scam everyone out of money. I think one last time, like they did on Friday, if you had puts, um, into the close, which was ridiculous. Yesterday, if you had puts into the close, once again, ridiculous. And then today into the close, I imagine. Or in fact, in the next two hours, we could see a drippity droppity. I'm not gonna try and get anyone's hopes up. It is barely positive, barely, barely positive right now. Just, I just looked at it. Oh no, now it's, it's red again. Um, but really it, it's the next two hours here should be kind of, important something to pay attention to because like we all know the market's rigged right everyone is agreement on that okay good because of that because the market's rigged um they will jam up the price on expiry days if they want to rip everybody off right okay it's not it's rigged okay makes it all checks out right well if it's not rigged on Thursday, if there's no expiry on Thursday, 
and they don't have to worry about it, then I'm not going to jam it up. So that means tomorrow being Thursday, it's a, there is a very high likelihood. Looks, it already looks weak to me now. It gapped down yesterday and they bought it all the way back up the entire day. Today, it hasn't gone anywhere at all. Tomorrow, I imagine it's probably gonna drop. I'm gonna go down. But we'll see, we'll have to wait and see. Maybe it does go up, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. No, I'm pretty set on it going down. So I'm trying to coordinate something here, get some birthday money and get that transferred over to my account. Oh, there we go, the kid's screaming. No, it's not It's not a Blaine Vieira podcast unless we get that kid in the background, so. If you're not from Salt Lake City, that's what happens. Kids, ha kids have too many brothers and sisters and one of them gets left out and they sound like that monkey from uh, Outbreak. Every time I hear him now, it sounds like, oh my God, it sounds like that freaking monkey. Okay, well, the S&P 500 right now is up. It is 2.06 p.m. market time, the S&P 500 is 38.36, up about four or five points, up one-tenth percent. Today's open 38.31, but four points above that. Today's a little 38.09. 26 points, 26 points away from This is what I'm talking about when they jam it up like this. They're jamming it up into the close. Typically, the last 90 minutes is when you're going to see the most action, at least the most drastic action. That's what I'm trying to coordinate some of those coordinate some money here so I can get in make some make some money you know but we'll have to wait and see what how the day unfolds we're just gonna go over these aluminum cans though before yeah before we end this episode that's a, this one bag of cans is about two you know, make sure I got it right yeah two and a half pounds two and a half pounds 50 cents a pound that's a dollar twenty-five. That's probably about six dollars. <laughs> well, shit. Well, we'll see what happens. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Good luck. Take care.